0: let's talk about democracy here in Canada. I know we oh we think it's changing and we feel like oh it isn't what it used to be, but you know what, democracy is something that changes over time and it's almost like it breathes, right? It expands, it contracts. Like it's a living entity that we have to nurture to keep it healthy. That's something we're going to talk about, actually, with our next guest. Phil Payne is the winner of the 2023 Dalton Camp Award. Going to tell us all about it this morning, talking about democracy. Phil, thanks for joining us. Hi. Now, tell me about your your like thoughts on this, because this is something that you've spent a lot of time kind of writing about and thinking about.
1: Yes, definitely. uh. uh... The uh, most of the writing I've done has been uh, about the theory of democracy and the history of democracy.
0: Okay, so what do you think about democracy in Canada today?
1: Well, uh, we're, I think, rather privileged because, uh, as I think most people acknowledge, in the last five or six years, uh, democracy has been in deficit in places where it used to be strong. Uh, And there are movements around the globe against democratic ideas and promoting extremely authoritarian ideas. And this came as a great surprise to many democratic theorists who thought that with the great upheavals of the period 1988 to 1993... Uh, when so many dictatorships fell, that the issue was kind of settled.
0: (laughs) Right. I remember uh, that, actually. I remember that we thought, oh, we're turning a new page here. But, Phil, when we look at history, wouldn't history indicate to us that this is also part of the cycle, right? It it becomes under threat, we respond. It comes under threat, we respond.
1: Yeah. And uh, whenever there is a democratic deficit in the world, there is, or portions of the world, where it holds firm and uh, in this case it's pretty obvious that the places where democracy has held the firmest under these challenges are Canada, Australia New Zealand and the Nordic countries Uh, and all of these countries have some striking similarities and one of them is their history of public education, which is the point I made in the essay that I wrote. Um, I wrote the essay very hastily. Uh, a friend saw something about the prize and wrote me uh, or you know quickly emailed me uh, saying. That they thought I might have a chance at this prize, and I was kind of dubious. Uh, I asked when when it was due, what the deadline was, and they said. <laughs> There's uh, always a great afternoon. first.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say great first question to ask. How quickly do I have to do this, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and they said tomorrow afternoon, and I said okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> better on get on that. Cof-
1: put on a co- uh, pot of coffee, and essentially I I built it around a conversation I had had several years before with an old friend uh, while we were hiking on Mount Assiniboine. So there is a B.C. connection.
0: To all of this. Okay, but yeah. Phil, the idea of democracy, you talk about education, and I'm curious, I want to get back to that, because what yeah. lots of countries have public education, but what is the difference yeah. in countries like Canada and Australia that you think helps prop up democracy?
1: Well, in the... Uh, in the case of uh, Scandinavia, in the 19th century, uh, a man appeared named N.F.S. Grundtvig in Denmark. And he began a program of reforming education. And he created what were called the uh, the Folk High Schools, which was... Uh, had elements of what we would now consider progressive education, but his main aim was to get education to everybody. So he organized his schools so that peasants, uh, and at that time Scandinavia was the poorest part of Europe, uh, that peasants could, uh, uh, could go to school and it would not interrupt the agricultural work season. And, These schools proliferated across Denmark and Norway and eventually Sweden, Finland and Iceland, and they raised the literacy in the Nordic countries very, very rapidly and very effectively. And they set the groundwork for uh, democracy in these countries because they were they were very, you know, they were right. Decade-old monarchies at the time.
0: What, what I and, love about this, Phil, it also teaches yeah. us is that we, these are things that we have to work on, right? We should not take mm-hmm. this for granted. But listen, I got to thank you for your time this morning and congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's Phil Payne, the 2023 Dalton Camp Award winner. Why? Because he writes about democracy. He's an academic and a writer. And his thoughts on this, that it takes work, that it takes education, In order to make people appreciate the democracy that they have, you can read more about it in thetai.ca.